Jojo's Hi. a hoe. Hi there. Never fuck a sister. Hi. Oh. Pickle, on the other hand, like, I'd colonize their columns. She'll be angry. Keep it moving. This is a mo moving motion picture. Oh, I'm mad. <laughs> oh, I'm so mad. I'm a straight man. Oh, it's very subtle. Action. Help us, Sarah Lady Lancelot. You're our only hope. Seriously. <laughs> so I found this mini challenge segment, Laugh Out Loud Funny, uh, I love the voice, uh, and it reminded me of the type of drag that, you know, the satire, the drag that Jimbo was bringing with Bridezilla. Mm, yes, I was trying to think of what this reminded me of, but this is very much, it's my special day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm a straight man. Mm, I'm so mad. I love this. I love this yeah. for so many reasons. Yeah. Well, to be honest, like, Jojo had me at I would colonize their colons. I just Jojo's a hoe and a pig and I love it. I just that that kind of like filthy turn of phrase. Oh, oh it just girl, greases my gears. Thing, the first thing she said in the workroom, bite the pillows, ladies. Mama's a hoe and she's going in dry. <laughs> I mean why waste time? Just get to the, you know, get to the punch, so to speak. <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, she wasn't kidding when she called herself a lesbian truck driver when she opened her mouth. I mean, this, but but again, back to this clip, like, RuPaul was also incredibly tickled. So that always makes things, you know, just mm -hmm. more enjoyable. But uh, yeah, no, it was, it was just so smart. She just went right there. Uh, and I just appreciated that she was able to just go there. Yeah, and it was sort of an interesting mix because it's like she had just these like filthy things to say in the talking heads and to the other girls in the workroom, but was also like really low key. It was just, mm. I, you know, the way that she, I think she had said to like Electra, she's like, you're standing on your chiffon. Like there was just like monotone. She was like Wednesday Adams. And I love that balance. I wrote that down for sure. Yeah. You're standing, standing on your on chiffon. Your chiffon. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, you know, I was, I was sorry to see her go this week. Same, be, same. Because also, Jojo out of drag, Jesus Christ. I know, gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. That was a loss. That was a great Ooh. loss. And, you know, not that this season it we're at a loss for, you know, pretty boys out of drag, but mm. uh, Jojo's a ho, certainly. I will miss those eyes uh, by far. Um, and, you know, the other reason I thought this would be an interesting clip of the week to start with is we could kind of talk about Jojo's elimination. I, th I don't think anybody could sell me on that Jojo won the lip sync. So I, do you oh, agree? Absolutely. I think it's fair to say that, like, Regardless of who was in the bottom two or should have been in the bottom two, she did not win the lip sync in the bottom two. Right. She didn't win the lip sync. Um, you got to give it to her, Biela. This was Electra's lip sync. It, she was totally out. Uh, or Jojo was totally outperformed. Yeah, it was just I, I think Electra was doing kind of a, 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 a buffet of all the right things to do. She mm. was. She was being campy and kind of putting on that character and that moment of like upstaging one another. She, you know, brought out some some moves that that made RuPaul audibly go, "Oh my goodness, ow, oh!" 
I mean, that's oh, that you know, part, yes, right. Ow! If, if you can give RuPaul phantom knee pains, you're gonna win the lip sync. You if know? you can make RuPaul turn to Michelle, oh yes, and not in that shady way. Wasn't there? There's there's that one clip I think from season thirteen. It might not be from a lip sync, but it's that one like side eye that Ru yeah. gives Michelle at one point. No, it uh, was it was UK, and it was when Ginny Lemon walked off the stage. Oh, and, that's and she what was it like, was. What's going on? And then RuPaul just like looks and then keeps staring at mm-hmm. uh, Sister Sister. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, but yeah, if you can get RuPaul to fully turn to Michelle, mm-hmm. you're in a good place. Oh, yeah. you're in a great place, Roxy Andrews, for sure. Yeah, yeah. This um, is a great week for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great week. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, JoJo was put in the bottom. I gotta say. JoJo's place in the bottom for me was because it seems like, at least this week, they wanted polish first and concept second. Mm. Well, I mean, it, it and it brings up, I, I, and I think that there were elements of JoJo's look that they pointed out where I was like, yeah, I guess that, I guess that isn't polished. I guess, well, you know, I, I could see what they're calling out, but it does kind of bring up the issue as well around concept of. Michelle, just because you didn't get the reference doesn't mean the reference wasn't clear. Correct. Correct. Um, yeah. Which, yeah. you know, I think was a, you know, and I can't say that, you know, only a few of these did I get the reference. Like, I got the Melbourne references, but, like, I can't say whether Electra's look was screaming Auckland or Christchurch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I couldn't verify that one way or the other. As a look beyond the narrative, did I think it was a little all over the place? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't really know where my eyes should go, but... I oh, think the that, critique, that, the mug, Mary, Electra's mug. It's like you're yeah. in the bottom, girl. This isn't Derek Barry's Drag Race. It's yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race down under, and the pretty lady hair. You got oh, that pretty, pretty lady, lady hair. hair. The pretty oh, lady yeah. hair, and you got that pretty lady hair. And that it's a good point. I was like, yeah, that was just kind of like generic pretty lady hair. <laughs> and maybe I'm missing a reference, but I just saw pretty lady. She could have been from Cincinnati, you know. <laughs> Um, you know, I got to say, if I'm going with this, you know, polish first, concept second, there were people, if I put it the other way, you put concept first, and then maybe JoJo isn't as low, and then polish is second. There are people that I thought the the concept wasn't, wasn't that good, or wasn't even, it was a little basic, that I would have put in the bottom over JoJo. So I just think, you know, if we're having this moment to talk about JoJo's elimination briefly and JoJo on the show, I, there are people I probably would have put in the bottom with JoJo, or maybe I would have saved JoJo instead. I definitely, my God, I love Coco Jumbo. Like, love? Mm, Coco Even Jumbo? the first look? Oh, no, I just mean on the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. The first look, girl. Oh, it was like it was like you ordered Monique's heart look, uh, Monique Hart's look from All Stars, right. and then that's what came in the mail. Yeah. Yeah. You ordered her look on Wish, and this is what showed up. Yeah. You ordered it off Instagram, and this is what showed yeah, right. up. Right. <laughs> One of those ads. Yeah. It was. I mean, like I understood what she was going for, but yeah. I, I definitely felt like I was like, yeah, this is definitely some like some pillows uh, oh, stitched to a, a bodysuit. Thank God we got somebody calling, RuPaul calling them dirty pillows. I was like, you got to keep those references alive. Yes. If we're not <laughs> quoting Margaret White, we are forgetting about Margaret White. For sure. Yes. I like it. Um, <laughs> I feel uh, like hands running all over my body. <laughs> uh, oh, 
uh, <laughs> anyway, they're all going to laugh at you. Um, yeah. I, uh, but yeah, so Coco Jumbo's first look, I'm not talking about that. Uh, we'll talk about Coco Jumbo, I'm sure, later. But there were other queens I, I probably would have put uh, perhaps in the bottom with Electra over JoJo. Um, mm-hmm. Who and would you have put in the bottom? This, you know, I, I'm, I know I'm going to get some hate, but Anita or Kida. You know, I for all the talk we were getting, and I think eventually we are due a Kita and Anita lip sync. Mm-hmm. I think it is the Coco well, and Alyssa of our time. Uh, could it have been this week? I mean, I was thinking that Kita's baggy sleeves were giving me Tempest du Jour realness. I thought, oh, they you. don't, Thanks they don't like you. baggy bodysuits. Correct. And, you know, I and I thought, oh, we're getting the same like weight loss narrative. I thought, wow, you're taking me right back to season seven here with the story. Yeah, Mama's and, home. Yeah, yeah. I, and uh, in terms of Anita, you know, there's Aunt, you know Mama Kita and Aunt Anita. I <laughs> Aunt I, Jackie know, Aunt, yeah, <laughs> big time Aunt Jackie energy. You know, I liked Anita, but I. I'm trying to even remember what her hometown oh. look was. Well, was first it? of all, the, the 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 nude body illusion wasn't even, I don't even think it was an illusion. It was just this Eve concept with the apple and yeah. the snake. But it was just this very basic bodysuit that I guess there was polish there, if we're going to talk about concept over polish. But it was just this, like, Eve costume, right? Yeah. And yeah, so for I was me, like, eh. go ahead. Yeah, I, I thought it was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. And then the, her hometown look was that, uh, that like, wildebeest, ram, New Zealand look. I guess, uh, uh, what's her face? Electra read them. Uh, she was oh, like, well, you know, we could do so right. much more in New Zealand than just sheep and black, you know? Um, right. Yeah, all blacks and sheep. Yeah. Like, I, and I, I mean, I, it did give us the RuPaul pun of, like, oh, Michelle, I think this look is very you. I thought that was, <laughs> you know, that was worth it. But ramming it down it, our throat. We got yeah, that certainly. too. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. yeah. For that, it was fine. And I also liked when RuPaul said, don't eat that. Or no, Michelle said, don't eat that apple. Um, I, that was and, yeah. funny to me. But uh, but still, the, even the, the costume, it was it was not a look. It was a costume. And I think right. that's what I got from Anita. I saw costumes, not looks. And I didn't like, I didn't think it was in a good way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like I think with the, with the sheep or the lamb, you know, with the you. I maybe yeah like be a lamb but make a fashion. <laughs> yeah, give me a leg of lamb, all right? Yeah. Yeah, lamb exactly. Shank? Is that what they call it? A lamb yeah, shank? Yeah, give me some lamb shank. Yeah, put a little rosemary on it, you know? <laughs> oh, for sure. Rosemary's lamb. Um mm-hmm. yeah, I, Rosemary's lamb. <laughs> rosemary's lamb. Um, moon. And there's there's something else to be said about Jojo made her own looks. Well, that's always, I think, I mean, we talked about that a bit with season 13, but that becomes more and more of a of a distinguishing factor of like, I think there is a difference between looking great in a look that someone else made for you and, and looking good in a look that you figured out all by yourself. Like, I think yeah. this was kind of the Moni Cart narrative of season 10 was like, okay, yeah, I wasn't the most elevated look on the runway, but I made it in 30 minutes before we went on stage. So that's got to be totally, worth something. Totally, totally. And I think with, Anita, you know, again, I'm I, I, I'm not saying that Kita and Anita were not polished, but there's something to be said about concept. And I just didn't think it went in the same places as JoJo's Aho. Even JoJo's Aboriginal nude look, like, at least was a nude illusion. Whereas, mm. you know, there was bush. Uh, you know, I, I like to see something in the bush. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, just, uh, <laughs> just a, a shield in the bush. Which, yeah. makes, makes me think of the bus driver in Mrs. Doubtfire. 
Yes, oh, yes. Natural. Yeah. yeah. It's how um, God made you. <laughs> it's how God made you, for sure. And and with Kita, the the rugby uniform, again, it was really, really clean, simply stated. It was a great wig, but kind of basic in concept. And so that's why I'm just kind of like, eh, were they just saving these two to keep a, you know, a storyline going? Because it's very interesting, yeah. right? To have the three of them, Electra and her two bosses, all in the same competition. Girl. Right. Yeah, they'd be crazy to not keep all three of them there for all of, you know, any lip sync between the three of them will be interesting. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's kind of unfortunate because I think that there that there was more to be said about Fab originality that uh, Jojo Zaho could have brought to the competition um, that, you know, mm. we didn't really get out of. Her, because it seems like she centers her drag around that, which I think is fabulous. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's a, a perspective I would have liked to see a little more of on the show. So um, I think she, you know, she got fab originality in there as many times as possible, and mm. you know, that's part of the challenge is get your branding out there. Totally, but, totally. Yeah, um, I, you know, and I, the other thing that I always kept reminding myself is like, this isn't fourteen queens, and we're losing JoJo Zaho. Jojo Jojo Zaho is top ten, you know. Um, yeah, it, it, I I wish that she could be part of the conversation for Drag Race Down Under a little bit longer, but who knows? Maybe she'll come back. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. I mean, I feel like uh, it, for as much as this first episode was very much a straightforward first episode of Drag Race, I, you know, if it wants to pull a Drag Race Thailand at some point and throw in a couple of twists. Uh, mm. Babe, babe, I'm open yeah. to it. <laughs> babe, babe, Anita, you're cheating. Yeah, Anita, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I hope I hope one of them cheats. I hope one of them gets a Miss Gimwai at it. Oh, I'd love it. I uh, want something like that to happen this season, just because I just want something to happen. You know, you want something? Like, yeah, sure, sure. You know, yeah. I hear you. Well, Mary, let's uh, jump into this uh, down under, uh, out back. Uh, but before we do, tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Which is, uh, of course, our BDB little podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, champion, queer. I'm Johnny, and I must say I do love balls slapping on my asshole. And, and I'm Colin, and uh, this is a strong opening. I hope you can top it. <laughs> BSA goes to Reese, doesn't it? Yes, I wrote that down. Reese Nicholson showing up with, like... The, the puns and the mm. lines and the jokes. She came with. Mm -hmm. She brought jokes. She brought jokes. jokes. Yeah. And, oh, she uh, jokes. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, and good ones. I'm. I'm very excited about. I. I was not familiar with Reese at all before this, so I'm very excited. Me neither. Yeah. I love when he said a dirty lake bird looking glamorous. <laughs> yeah. So that's exactly what I want on this runway. Yeah. 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 Uh, right. Just as a quick disclaimer before we dive into things, because this episode has been released to uh, all of our Marys as a free skate bonus episode, we are going to be covering Drag Race Down Under exclusively on Patreon this season. And so uh, consider this episode a, a taste of what's to come. And if you are not a Matreon, this might be a great opportunity if you want to keep following along with our recaps of Drag Race Down, Down Under to go to patreon.com slash allrightmary and... Uh, Become a Patreon. Um, but if you don't want to, then enjoy this free recap of Drag Race Down Under. And um, 
hi. (laughs) Nice to see you. Anyway, just wanted to like mention that before we dive in, in case you're listening and then next week you're like where's the next recap it's on patreon all future episodes will be on patreon we might put out some previews for you just to you know keep your whistle wet yeah yeah and they'll be published on mondays uh, along with our or after or before our um main main week free episodes yes so yes. um <clears throat> anyway says yes yeah Uh, Well, we're going to take a quick little break, and when we come back, we'll jump into all things Down Under. You know what I love? What's that, Mary? I love therapy. Oh, you love her. Love her and need her. Can't get enough of her, which is why we love BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. Tinder wishes. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a pizza. And I do love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary, and that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And again, that's H-E-L-P. All right, Mary, welcome back. So, Mary, biggest first impressions? In general, for just Drag Race Down Under or specific queens, or just is this an open format question? Open format. Open format. You know, I'll my my first impressions were okay. Oh, this is fun. Okay, you know, budget's a bit smaller, workrooms a bit smaller. That doesn't matter to me. I like a you know, uh, I, I don't need Drag Race with a budget. You know, uh, I I don't mind seeing like the ladder in season one in the background. Like I'm okay with all of that. Mm. I think it's a <clears throat> it's a fun crop of queens. I think you know some of the audio mixing might help me get to know these queens better because it was really hard to hear folks, especially in the, in the opening intros. Mm. But, you know, overall I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited for what will hopefully be a fun, easy breezy, as much as I want something to happen and there to be some kind of drama. I'm also down for this just to be a fun little season of Queens having a good time, you know, uh, trying to win $30,000. Yeah. I, I'm waiting with bated breath for Kath and Kim references. I oh. just can't wait for it. And I will say I did notice how small the workroom was just because they, they packed those queens around that table. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I was like, is this a gangbang? What's going on here? You know? Yeah. It was like, okay, we get it. We get it, New Zealand. You don't have to do any social distancing. You're really rubbing it <gasps> in. We understand. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Yeah. Um, RuPaul said when she walked in the workroom, he said, uh, you know, we're filming in my favorite place. Was did they say where they were filming this? 
I I believe they are filming it in New Zealand. I think somewhere okay. in Auckland. Right. I believe. Yeah, because I mean, I know, I know they're not filming it in Australia, and there was a okay. whole thing about like, oh, we we could have had the production in Sydney. It like became a thing that mm. that they didn't bring the production to Sydney, like a like a political issue. Oh but wow! In, yeah, yeah. So. Um, so yeah, all of this is, is happening in New Zealand, but I'm assuming RuPaul is just kind of referring to this neck of the woods, this part of the world. Got it. You know, there's, I only know a few things about Australia. Um, I was told by many, many people that Melbourne is like New York city and Sydney is like LA in terms of the people. Yeah, I mean, my, uh, and granted when I say my experience in Australia, I lived there for like a little while, fifteen years ago. So All right, like Michelle. I'm, okay. Yeah. So I, I'm just trying to qualify. I am not. I am not the Michelle. I'm not. You know, the down under Michelle. I have, you know, some local reference. I I lived it. I studied abroad in Melbourne, and then I went back a year later. So like, all told, I have like a year of living in Australia under my belt Got again, it. fifteen years ago, fifteen plus years ago. So things could be very different. But that was that was kind of the impression I got. Like Melbourne was. A little less sort of like outwardly showy, like in terms of like, you know, the grand architecture of the Sydney Opera House or the bridge and all that stuff. But Melbourne was where all like, you know, food, art, culture, music, like sports, like everything happened in Melbourne, uh, whereas Sydney was a bit glitzier. And, you know, more visually appealing and, and I'm sure has lovely food and, you know, I'm sure there's some the opera fine house. opera happening in that opera mm-hmm. house. But yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Melbourne and it's this weird oh, thing. You keep it Melbourne. It Melbourne. Or Mel- yeah, it's uh, I, I was like staunchly told it's Melbourne. So, so. here's I, yes, I, and when I I often stuck with that and then I thought, am I just saying Melbourne because that's how you would say it with an Australian accent? And so I've kind of gone back and forth. Like, I don't want to be that person. Of co- I used to call it Melbourne all the time. And then I was like, oh, maybe I'm just being that person. And so then I just adapted to Melbourne. So uh, <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be one of those things. This is going to be Jaffa Cakes all over again. <laughs> Melbourne versus Melbourne, right? Yeah. It, it's like it's like they're two queens uh, lip syncing, right? Who's going to win? Yeah. Who's going to win? Um, I'm going to say Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like people are definitely going to chime in with very strong opinions, which is fine. <laughs> I'm going to let them. Ch- so fine. Uh, you know, you y'all tell me what you want to hear every week. Do you want to hear Melbourne or Melbourne? And we'll mm. adjust accordingly. Okay. Uh, for this episode, I'm going to keep saying Melbourne and you can keep saying Melbourne. And that way every side is, is pacified. <laughs> uh, you know, biggest first impression for me was... That well, first of all, I just think it's God. It's Art Simone, and she's here for the throne. I just think mm. they kept sh- featuring Art Simone so heavily, and reactions almost in like a season two Raven type of way, where mm-hmm. it was it was Madame Simone, and it's her her race to lose at this point. Well, I think she, so it's like Art Simone and obviously Karen like come in with these huge reputations and I feel like <laughs> good it's and almost, bad. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, uh, and also press, reward, press yeah. but also reward. So there's that kind of either that expectation of like the queen who comes in with a big reputation, you know, it could be like the Vivian where she comes in with a big reputation and then, you know, 
mm. makes it to the end and it becomes an obvious winner. Or it could be like one of, you know, a queen comes Joe in with Black. a big reputation. Yes, Joe Black and, and leaves first. So mm-hmm. I uh, I was definitely getting strong, like here for a while kind of vibes from Art Simone. Yeah, totally. Um, in terms of Karen from finance, it's interesting. They didn't really feature her throughout the episode and then they yeah. gave it a win which I thought was interesting editing. Um, and uh, who knows, maybe, you know, we're dealing with different editors, I'm assuming. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's a whole different production crew. It certainly feels like a different production. Yeah, so uh, I wonder if, you know, if those stories just aren't going to be told easily. Because, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, Art Simone's going to get it. Art Simone's going to win. Art Simone's mm-hmm. going to win. And then they gave it to Karen. And I think Art... Could have won. I thought that that hometown look was genius. I thought oh, it was I like know. really, really great and oh, and really God. smart. And like one of the few references I got, and I was like, yeah, no, I think you really did nail it. And I, it it again kind of felt like one of those situations where like Rue and Michelle were like, oh, that's cool, you did two and one. But I think there was a lot more intention there that maybe they weren't picking up on. That and the 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 the. Two-faced look. I just thought Art Simone mm-hmm. came out swinging, and in terms of that, I'm gonna remember that over Karen from Finances look. Yeah, to be honest, like I thought Karen was <clears throat> was great, and certainly Karen is my kind of drag. Like Karen describing herself as a middle-aged bookkeeper from the outer suburbs of Melbourne uh, is like everything I love. I love that, that outer suburbs queen. I love middle-aged. I love bookkeepers, mm-hmm. but I thought her looks were funny and, and interesting, but I, I think arts had more of that. Like, Ooh, Oh, there's like a, there's an extra sprinkle of fairy dust on this, you know? Right. Oh, speaking of fairy dust, right? The glittery bodysuit from Karen and it still mm-hmm. didn't like stick to you. Um, I do think that the that what Art Simone had for me was the polish and the concept, whereas mm-hmm. Karen had the polish and she had funny concepts. I thought the glittery bodysuit stripping down like that, like that was, uh, you know, comedic, funny and, and really well, well done. Um, and so she certainly belonged in the top. But I think the memorable look was Art Simone's reveal. By far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I loved it. I loved when Art came out in the hometown look, and I was like, you could just see, like, the edge of color, and I was like, oh, there's going to be a thing. She's going to mm-hmm. do something. Yes. And it was great. It was... Yeah. Uh, it, it delivered, yeah. right? Yeah, it delivered. yeah, absolutely. It wasn't like, uh, oh, you took it off, and there's a bodysuit, you know? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciated it a lot, and I thought it looked good. Um, and we also got that really great moment, I think it was after Art Simone's first look, where they're like, Mamaru, what do you think? <laughs> I'm on the phone. I'll get back oh, to you. <laughs> Rue phone acting. I was like, yes, put that in the compilation of like RuPaul the actress, Rue phone mm, acting. She mm. loves to phone act. She does. She does. Uh, we'll talk more about that that mistake that they just uh, exploited um, mm. uh, later. But um, as far as the top two, I think I definitely would have put Art Simone and Karen in the top. Is there anybody else that you would have put in the top here? Because they put Scarlet, and I'm like, absolutely not. I thought Scarlet overall was was successful. I think, you know, it was interesting. You know, arts like arts. Uh, I see. I'm these names going to take me a minute. Scarlet's naked nude look, which of course, you know, oh, we saw everything. There was no blurring of these nipples. We got to see them jiggle 
we, you know, yes. in all their caliente oh, glory. When, she, but, um, when RuPaul's like, she came out like a goddamn flash, a uh, flashlight. I was like, oh, girl, yes. Yeah, and I, you know, I appreciated that. I thought, I thought Scarlett's was strong. I thought she looked good, but I think Middle. it was. Yeah, I mean, certainly not close to the bottom. Yeah. Oh no, not in the bottom. Absolutely not. I mean, yeah, she sewed it together. It was fine. Um, everybody has scars on their bodies, you know. So I was kind of like, yeah. yeah, that's that works for me. She had that designer vagina, but uh, you know, I just thought the 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 Perth Black Swan look was it was polished. The base it was kind of this basic concept, um, but you know, fine. I thought middle of the road. If I were to put mm-hmm. anybody kind of in her place, uh, I think. Mm, yeah, I'm just going to say it. I, I think I would have put et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, so et cetera had that, that gray Canberra look that mm-hmm. was – now, Canberra could have changed in 15 years, but my understanding of it when I lived there was that Canberra is, like, incredibly boring, that it's, like, <laughs> a very boring city. And apologies oh. for any – no, but, like, even people from Canberra, Canberra would be like, what are you doing here? This is, like <laughs> – this is it's it's like a it's like a pedestrian mall. It's like a strip mall called us like made into a city. Like it's because Canberra, I think, is all like a fully planned out city. Hmm. And I'm probably getting this wrong. And we're going to get emails about this, too. But what I <laughs> my understanding is it's just not it's not Melbourne or Melbourne for that matter. And it's not Sydney. And uh, I, I've been to Canberra once. And from what I saw of it, I was like. Yeah, this is. Bye. Yeah. Uh, I, well, I, she certainly made it kind of fun with the boning on the corset, that flowy sash. Um, I also liked her non-binary finery. Um, you know, with the bloody boobs, oh, the scar down the back, it was cool. Right. That I was kind of like the way she was describing it versus what I saw. Like I was seeing kind of a nip tuck disaster mm-hmm. happening. Like I was seeing like, oh, you you got botched, girl. Yeah, right, right, but... But I felt like she didn't, like, fully, like, lean into that. It was more of like, oh, I'm non-binary, but I'm like, yeah, but your boobs are bleeding, so I just want you to... I want you to... I want you to just... Am I the only one seeing this? You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Why are like, your boobs bleeding? Yeah. Yeah, why are yeah, your boobs be- bleeding? I get that. Uh, but... You know, I still thought there was uh, a polish there and an interesting concept, at least. Um, you know, more so than I think Scarlet. But uh, maybe they, you know, they they like the polish and they could understand the concept with Scarlet. They liked that she was fucking naked, you know, and they were like, yep, this is yeah. what we wanted. We wanted to come out here naked. We wanted to see a little, you know, a little cook cut, you know, a little tishel ass, little cook cut. <laughs> Quoth Miss Masters. Yeah. Uh, fabulous. Uh, just love that phrase. Cook cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a great tank top, little little tish, little ass, little, little cut cut. Um, you know, and I and again, I think I've I've waited on Kita and Anita. I wouldn't have put them in the top. Um, and then you know, JoJo and Coco and Electra, I think were very clearly, you know, yeah. towards the bottom. Yeah. Um, is there a world where you could have seen Coco lip sync instead of either JoJo or Electra? Um. I would have liked to see Coco lip sync so that Electra went home. And, and that's no shade to Electra. It's just I thought Electra's makeup was the weakest uh, mm. for me. Um, I love Coco. We have to talk about Coco. Coco is giving me narrator of the season. Sh- she had so many moments, so many moments wow. in this episode. You got more from Coco than I did. I I didn't quite get narrator yet. I, If anything, I was getting like... 
main character energy from Electra. So that's interesting. Oh, okay, um, interesting. Like a crystal almost from season one of UK in a way. I don't know. I could see that connection. Yeah, it's just I, I I think even thinking of like Jinx in season five, like this kind of like oh, oh people are underestimating me and like I've you know there was just kind of this like I don't it just that's that was like the initial hot take like again this is the first episode we uh, tend to be glorious glor- gloriously wrong by right. the end about most of these so these are just first impressions um, but yeah I I was kind of getting a bit of that vibe from Electra whereas Coco I was certainly getting a a big personality from I do like the origin of her name uh, is this song from the 90s called Coco Jambo mm. <laughs> or Jambo I think it's pronounced by Mr. Okay. President I had this on tape this wow. song is oh it is it, it it slaps both cheeks it's really good so um, I appreciated that connection but I you know Coco I also felt like Coco was kind of giving me like in full drag I was like oh this is like this is like when one of the teen moms gets like a, a glow up after a few seasons, you know, and they go to a premiere. I was getting a bit of that vibe. And I know that sounds shady, but that is a certain type of drag. Well, you know? and I love it. She I mean, somebody said it when she walked in the workroom, like she is a woman like her mug is so gorgeous. And also yeah. when she's when she's doing the confessionals. She's so expressive. Talking about Electra's wig was so thirsty. She could have done with a glass of water, a liter, a gallon, the whole ocean, really. Like, Coco has that that spice that I think is very, very good TV. What was what was it when she um she was talking to I think it was et cetera, et cetera. And mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, yeah. have you seen Electra out of drag yet? And she's like, Oh no, I can't I can't I can't recognize her. And you know, I think et cetera said, like, are you surprised Electra won? And Coco was like, I fucking am <laughs> <laughs> The gay faggotry of that. Yes. And then they see her and there's that moment uh, of Electra out of drag pulling the sock on mm. and I thought Oh yeah, I think mm-hmm. we all we mm-hmm. all need to you know rearrange our tongues here because Electra out of drag I think is very charming and very oh cute. I know yes no we would all kind of uh, you know um, mm-hmm. but but the the faces that Coco made after that you know there's that mug into the camera that I just love that Coco can do so mm. I just I she tickled me gave me a great impression this episode um, even when um, uh, Scarlet's nude fleshlight rips, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and and then Coco holds her head as her he- head takes tilts back and s- then starts laughing evil. I was just, you know, saying serving C-section today on the runway. I was like, OK, Coco's got it. Coco is good at this. All right. We got and we got an early team Coco here, folks. Thank I, you. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm not saying I'm not there, but I'm just not there yet. You know, like. All right. That's fair. Remember that's fair. Drag Race Holland, how long it took to be like Mama Queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mama Queen. Uh, I, I mean, and you know, I, I'm rooting hard for Coco. Um, we'll see how she fares. Uh, I will say, you know, there is, I know we're not supposed to compare queens, and I definitely won't, but I'll compare boys. Um, uh, Scarlet Adams looked so much like milk to me. Oh, I could see that. I was definitely having that feeling with Scarlet where I was like, not to be Paul Abdul on the judges panel, but like I know that queen, I know that Faye. There's just something about, and I haven't placed it yet. It's kind of like when we figured out that Lemon looked like Andrew Rannells. Like I'm trying to oh, figure out right. what the variation of that is with Scarlet. I think it for me, it's milk. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I'm not that, that impressed it. with Scarlet. I'm also like, he's pretty, just like Milk was pretty, but I wasn't like lusting because I like a different type of guy, you know? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, Scarlet, again, <sighs> Scarlet was just one of those pretty bitchy queens for me. Um, and I wasn't really that impressed. I think where I and again first episode, so we're we're just you know just starting to excavate the nuances. But there was a moment before the runway where Scarlett had some talking head where she was like, you know, in this competition, I uh, I want to be topping every week. And then she goes, mm, like it was ah. like she does some like thing where she's kind of in on the stupid joke that she's making. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I I liked that. I liked that she made a dumb pun, but she was trying to be dumb. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Versus yeah. just like saying it, thinking like, oh my God, isn't that so clever? Like, have you ever, have oh, you never heard a top and bottom joke before? I see, you know? I see, I see. Um, you know, I got to say, I find Anita and Kita more interesting than Scarlet. So I would want them to last and that rivalry or that that tension um, to last a little bit longer. Anita is it's out of out of drag and in drag is there's just this aggressiveness. Right. That I also think is like kind of captivating before even. I forget who said, maybe it was Coco who called her Pee Wee Herman. Um, mm-hmm. I, I even said out loud, like, Anita's giving me like Pee Wee Herman out of drag. Like, that's all I got. And yeah. I also love this idea of your favorite drunk aunt at Christmas. And that's Anita mm-hmm. Winkler. So I, I kind of love that energy more so than like a ketamine. A ketamine seems really great. And Anita, and so who knows if they lip sync each other, who's going to win, what they're going to do for Anita or not. But this is, I don't know. I'm kind of here for this rivalry. Yeah. I mean, the character of Anita, I'm definitely more, a little more attracted to, attached to right now in terms of like, oh yeah, that's, that's my kind of drag, my kind mm. of energy. Uh, totally. Like, I mean, the talking heads, it's just like very like stretchy. Like she's yeah. very expressive, you know, and it's a little all over the place. And I'm, I'm keen to see like Anita just, you know, it, you settled in you know what i mean like just Me a little too, yeah. a little less peewee and a little more paul rubens you know simone <laughs> yeah um you know i i i, I want to see what anita looks like crying you know i want to mm. see anita i want to see the 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 wiglet behind anita you know um yeah. i just a little bit more i think that would be very interesting um ketamine um because Anita's giving more of a kind energy, I get, you know, the beta, the Luigi to the Mario, that's why I'm mm-hmm. kind of rooting a little bit more for Anita. Um, but Kita's got a nice story too. But, you know, Kita's coming out with that bitchy, like, oh, she, you know, removed my coattails, you know, I'll win the lip sync. Like, that's also fine energy on in a competition, which I get. But uh, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning towards Anita, which I didn't think I would end up saying when I watched it last night. But here I am. Here you are. And who knows, you know, I mean, I, I, right now we're, you know, team Aunt Anita. And by the end we could be in a total K-hole just (laughs) in love with Ketamine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, We haven't said much about Maxie Shield, the the Lady Kazan of the season, but (laughs) I, you know, I appreciate this kind of queen, this kind of energy boobs out, you know? Oh yeah, big boobs, you know. Big boobs. Uh, I like that they did. They call her the tradie of the season, and a tradie is a slang term for like a, 
you know, someone who's like a construction worker or a plumber or something. Oh, like, I didn't know job. that. Oh, yeah, or a truck driver. Yeah. Okay, okay. So I do kind of love, you know, that in, you know, Drag Race Down Under, we get a tradie of the season. And it made me think, oh, we could totally apply this to other seasons. Like, who are the tradies of other seasons? Mm. You know? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, there, sorry, I just we just got an email from Mary uh, oh, giving us a map of New Zealand. Uh, oh, this is so funny. Oh, <laughs> hey, Marys, here's, a, here's an accurate map of New Zealand relating to the show to help you out. And they put on the top of New Zealand, talking head filming, and then way down on the bottom of the island, talking head mics. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree with that completely. <laughs> yeah, I had to put this, the subtitles on, the, the closed captioning on, because yeah. I was like, I I can understand them. I just can't hear them. I, yeah, and, right. And I got so much more out of the episode the second time I watched it with closed captioning. Right, right. Yeah, same. I got so much more when I listened to the closed captions or watched the closed captions. Um, we also got a lovely um, email from a longtime OG Mary, uh, Michael, Sister Mary mm. Michael, um, just talking about some of the things that he noticed. I noticed a lot of them, too. One that I didn't know was um, on Art Simone's hat, it said NARM, which is the Aboriginal name from Melbourne. Uh, so, oh, Melbourne? Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, Melbourne. <laughs> oh, oh, Melbourne. Okay. Oh my God, this is gonna be a great little debate that we have. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, like, and I used to be Team Melbourne, so I'm just like, someone's gotta, someone's gotta handle the other side. Someone's gotta be Jaffa cakes or kick or cookies. You know what I mean? Mmm, cook cook. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, little ass. Low cook low cut. Low cook cut. Um, Marys, if you uh, have thoughts on the episode, or you want to like prep us, be like. I know you're not going to get this. Here's what this is. We are recording these the day after, like the morning after. So if you wanted to send us a quick message after the episode airs or sometime on Saturday, that'll totally help us. We won't read it until we watch the episode. So don't worry about spoilers. Um, but yeah, no, these, these emails that come in like before we record are really, really helpful so that we don't say something stupid or something that we have to correct next week. And then, you know, uh, so like, I love getting like the tea and Kunt, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah, so please, yeah. yeah, please feel free to educate us. Uh, let us know what we don't know. Let Colin know how Melbourne is really pronounced, and uh, we'll be all set. Yeah, yeah. Or if Americans saying Melbourne sounds kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Is, is this like saying croissant, you know, when oh, I sound right. like right. this? Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah. we're not – I'm not saying, like, Melbourne. I'm saying well, Melbourne. You know, sure, but when you think about it phonetically, that's how an Australian would say Melbourne. They go, "Oh, Melbourne," you know. So, mm. uh, which, to be fair, forty minutes into the episode, is the first bad Australian accent you've gotten this season, and um, wow. showing showing restraint. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, McCain, I might not do it again. <laughs> uh, Mary, I, w I want to talk about the mini challenge, but more specifically, I want to talk about the pit crew member on. The right. <laughs> oh, down under daddy. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying down to find his under name. Daddy. Oh my he, God. Mary. So he is also like, he directed a, a documentary about like trans folks in New Zealand. So at least, you know, not just a pretty <sighs> face. God. Wow. He is, I mean, Mary, I know it's been a very long time for me, you know, quarantine, moving to a new mm. city, all of that. I don't do the apps. I got to say, 
like this, like I was like, like I couldn't speak. My mouth was open. Just even yeah. I, I watched it uh, at my friend's house who has a very nice high definition TV. And so like even the hair on his chest and that, you know, goes down into his no, no. Um, mm. Like it was very clear. I was thirsting hard. This is, we've talked about the bald and beard aesthetic and how much it just, makes our mouths water like Ugh. this is it mary this is yeah it. gorgeous yeah I, I agree i and and it was just like a nice change of pace in terms mm. of uh pit crew members I, like i you know give me a new flavor and this was a nice new flavor so yeah i i would say in a way yeah uh i well, mean yeah. still bodies but like but still more so yeah, than I, the one on the on the the left, right? Yeah, I don't even remember the one on the left. I, you know, I'm sure. Well, I, I do remember RuPaul saying, uh, "Sean, do you want to give her the clap?" Which I thought was really cute. I did love that, but Sean, yeah, Sean, uh, you uh, want to give her the clap? I, but, but I, yeah. I totally fell for the eye candy of the pit crew this time around. It's been a while since that's actually happened, so uh, you know, I was here for it. It was fine. Yeah, you got a wet spot on your jeans to show for it, so that's. <laughs> You know, um, you know, this was a again, this was RuPaul getting to act silly as a director with the Queens. Mm -hmm. I like when RuPaul does these first mini challenges with each of the Queens, all of them, you know, kind of kind of feels them out. Uh, I think it helped Electra Shock that she did so well with RuPaul. Um, she had kind of like a Utica moment where like she kind of she was riding the high of RuPaul laughing at her. Mm -hmm. So she kind of like, you know, the you, you know, Utica, do you smoke pot? Right. Uh, in the workroom moment, which, right. you know, uh, I guess is the is the benefit of RuPaul, you know, really ringing out the laugh rag because, you know, it does give the queen something to work with. Totally. Whereas Anita, the you know, anger was the same as joy. Mm. And I. Mm -hmm. You know, that did not that, – the fact that they kept that in did not do Anita a lot of favors. Um, yeah, right. I and mean, then they keep those things in for a reason. So Yeah, yeah. And if they edited it in, the obvious uh, Taika Waititi, you know, clips of him not watching the Queens, you know, you know oh. that they're also trying to tell a different story. So Yeah, also – Taika Waititi is mm. like quintessential, like hot older guy that I just want to impress. Oh my you god, know? he could Taika Wai my TT all yeah, he yeah, wants. Absolutely, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Jesus, oh god, Taika. what a sexy man. Taika, anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> just Taika, anything you want. <laughs> Taika, I know, I know. Taika, Taika, my place. Taika, my whole Taika. I know. That's all I can say. Oh, yeah, man. no, I come all over my my white TTs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, no, he was. Ooh. And I, so I, I almost didn't even really care that they yeah. phoned it in, but I understood. You know, he's a famous director. It's interesting that they were like, "You've all heard of the hit movie Thor." I'm like, mm, yeah. There, wasn't there Jojo Rabbit that you just didn't want to reference, or right. you know, I don't know. My friend Simona told me I have to watch that um, the, the 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 little boy movie. Um, uh, Jojo Rabbit. No, it's the other little boy movie, the one that like takes place in that part of the world. Uh, the boy in the striped pajamas. <laughs> great one, Mary. Yep, that's it. Is uh, that what you're talking about? I mean, no, the, the, no, no. The twenty five thousand dollar pyramid context clues are uh, no hunt for the wilder Nazi people. Nazi Germany, <laughs> hunt for the wilder people. 
Do you know that movie? I no, no. Oh, hunt so, for the wilder people. Hunt for the wilder people, and it's about this guy that uh, ta- he like takes on this foster kid, and then they okay. go out in the in like the wild. Um, oh, it's Sam Neill. Okay. <laughs> oh, it's Sam Neill. Oh, of course. Okay. Oh my You're God, he was in dinosaurs. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was in Jurassic Park with Laura Dern. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah. Anyway, there. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen it, obviously. So I just know that it's about this guy that takes on this kid, and then they they they're being hunted. Um, but it's kind of funny. So. All right. Well, yeah, that sounds like a laugh riot. Uh. Um, well, no, but like my friend Simona said, like it is it a great movie. So uh, you know, maybe I'll watch that. We'll be able to talk about that next week. Um, yeah. I didn't see what we do in the shadows. Apparently, that was also really great by him. Oh, that's about like the vampire family or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've yeah. Uh, Nick's watched that. I haven't uh I have not watched that yet. But is only Nick because... your is Nick your partner? Who's Nick? Who's your boyfriend? Nick is my uh other podcast co host, not to be confused with this podcast co host from Best Supporting Podcast, oh, of course. Okay. Oh all right. right. Oh, okay. Oh, right. No, I just was giving you a moment to shout out Nick Achanov Thank you. on Best Supporting Thank you. Pod. Yes. Thank you. That's a plug. That's a, thank you very much. That's a plug. Uh, BSA Pod. Yeah. Check BSA it out, Marys. Yeah. Give them yeah. a five star and a rating. You know, it's great. Yeah, why not? What's the worst that could happen? You have a good time. You enjoy yourself. <laughs> yeah. They have great nuanced discussions about fabulous actresses. So yeah. please go Don't over there. me with a good time. Um <laughs> Uh, but yes. anyway, Tai T, I mean, uh, or Taika White, uh, Taika Waititi, like, ugh, just mm, delicious. Just delicious. Just Sounds delicious. delicious. That's mm. what RuPaul said when I think um, Jackie Cox, I think, said some kind of like uh, Iranian greeting oh, to yeah. RuPaul. I mean, it was like, it was like, salam. Oh, I'm, fr- I'm going to butcher it, so I won't say what it salam is. Salam alaikum. Yeah, something like that. And RuPaul was like, mm, sounds delicious. And it's like, okay. But I always find that so that, funny. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also just such a stupid No, I get it. Response. It's stupid. It's so, oh, my God. You're so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. You know what? I was wishing that RuPaul said, you've all heard of the hit movie Thor. Well, we're making a new one called Whore. But instead, she said Thar. And I was Thar. like, ah, you missed Whore. You missed Whore. I wanted right. more Whore. I didn't uh, get the joke. Was it? I didn't. I, was it just like the way Thor sounds with an Australian accent? Was that I think the joke? so. I think that's the Thar. joke, girl. Yeah, Thar. I mean, uh, that's like a joke we would make. Like, that's not good. I know. <laughs> I'm just not good. Uh-uh. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, in terms of RuPaul on this episode, very interesting. It they the, uh, Some mistake happened. Maybe it was, you know, Raven didn't get out of quarantine fast enough. Or mm. something happened with RuPaul's makeup artist, and they were like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then somebody had the idea, well, let's just lean into it. Um, part of me wonders if this is also RuPaul testing the waters to not mm-hmm. have to get into drag every time on this show, which I think would be a disservice to the show. Um, but, you know, like I, it was yeah. also just – it was almost like a, uh, a, a, a test. And I – I, Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm RuPaul in the interview with Candy Muse. That's it. Like that's I think that's literally what it was. Was like oh, we're gonna do this whole bit. Who knows what the reason was? Like I don't think it's that RuPaul's makeup was lost in baggage. You know all of that. Whatever. That's production. It was yeah. The, the you know oh go ahead. 
Yeah, it just it did feel to me like, oh, let's get people used to the idea of me not doing this in drag. And mm. I mean, like, I think that is, you know, that's that's part of the gig, you know, is RuPaul showing up in drag. But, you know, not for nothing, but I, I then also kind of got used to it. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, whatever. I'm also not really here to ever see RuPaul in drag. I'm here to see everybody else in drag. That's true. I will say... I love RuPaul in drag's character, and I do think that this was an actual gaffe with Raven or somebody not coming. The other fantasy, you know, uh, that I created, the storyline, the flash sideways that I created here, is that actually RuPaul got down there. They hired a, you know, an Australian makeup artist. They put RuPaul in face, and it was awful. And RuPaul mm -hmm. was like, absolutely not. I'm not going out there like this. Get Raven yeah. over here. I look like Dame Edna, yeah, and get me Raven. Yeah, yeah. get me Raven. You know what I mean? Like, it yeah. could be that, where where RuPaul just had some diva moment where she was like, no, get this off me. Or she she grabs the wipes and starts wiping it off her. Mm -hmm. It makes me think of um, the India Farrow Mimi, I'm first lip sync. Get her off of me! <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. I, I mean, I... I do see that. Um, yeah. Um, and then, you know, I'm not for nothing. The wigs. God, even the next week's wig. My friends and I were uh, noticing this. They seem a little off. Ruse wigs. Yeah. It was a little pretty lady. It was a little pretty lady this week. Um, I also I will say that Rue being out of drag on the judges panel there was like a uh, a line of like lights reflecting off of her glasses, and I thought that was a little distracting. I saw that too. And yeah. I thought, oh, nobody said anything about this. Yeah. Uh, but um, the other thing, I just more about Michelle than Rue, but like, it's just worth mentioning <laughs> is when Michelle goes, "Well, I learned that Australia was originally a penal colony," and it's like, well, not original. <laughs> Like, not originally, girl. Not Read the room. Originally, like, Read the room. Please yeah. look at the stage. JoJo's a oh, Right, mean, right, right. Exactly. It was just like Kira Ora like, Queens. Like, hello. Yeah, it just was such a like, um, <laughs> like nobody thought to pause and say, you know, Michelle, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. As, as Courtney Act would say, like, wow, you should really yeah. delete your account. <laughs> yeah, I just. It's very Irish, yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Courtney O Act. Yeah. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working. Yeah, no, wait, Australian's hard. I'm not saying I'm good at it. I'm just Kia or uh, Michelle. It's uh, she just yeah. I think she missed. Uh, yeah, that's okay. You know, and and it's okay. We're not like canceling. I'm not canceling her. But... It's just kind of a like. It was just sort of glaring, considering that there was like an Aboriginal queen with a message, literally saying. Oh, I know. You know, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, it's not. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's just, it was a great, uh, a great um, whoops moment. I um, did love the bits with Ru RuPaul and RuPaul. You know, with you got a problem with that, Miss Paul. Um, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's that, and then ev they even kept leaning into it. I laughed out loud when RuPaul was like, "Can I get an amen up in here?" And then they cut to like RuPaul saying, "Men." You know, like the mm -hmm. last part of Amen. Right, right. Oh, the editing on it. It was, you know, I'll give them. They, they, were, they were working on that, on that illusion. It was just, it was so weird. It, it felt like 
the bit was kind of like 75% baked. It wasn't half baked, but it wasn't fully baked. Yeah, they didn't know what else to do, you know. Yeah. Uh, I get it. I truly get it. Uh, th- I think that they didn't want to lean into it even further because it was like, we're not going to put too much effort into this. Let's just do a cutaway. We'll script it while we're filming. Here, Michelle, you say something to me. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. I feel like that was just how they had to do it. Um, and not that I minded. I just didn't. I, th- I like that they kept the joke going. Um, yeah. You know, I they, mean, you might as well put a joke there if you can. Yeah, we've already seen them kind of perfect this editing with the Drag Race season 13 finale. You know, mm-hmm. of like, let's just frank and edit things in, you know, to seem like they're all happening at the same time. <laughs> totally. Mary, what are your some like big takeaways about Drag Race Down Under? Uh, maybe uh, we said our BSA was Reese, uh, but mm-hmm. if you had any other storylines or you want to call a top three right now, where, do, where are you? Oh, it's so early to call a top three. I, and I obviously am keeping an eye on Karen and Art, and uh, I, I'm excited for the long narrative for Electra. Hopefully this is kind of like a, you know, uh, you know, don't count her out. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I hope to be surprised. I hope maybe like et cetera, et cetera, suddenly like becomes a front runner that cause I'm not really, hasn't really jumped out for me yet. You know, like mm. just, I haven't gotten a reason yet. Um, you know, Maxi shield that I feel like the sort of like older experienced queen often like doesn't go very far, but I would love to see that be different this season. Sure. She's from Sydney. Um, so, you know, she's, she's from Sydney. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so she's got that for her, but she's not from Melbourne or Melbourne for that matter. But well, it's just like, it's not, she'll have more fans. And I know that the show does that, right? They keep Queens mm-hmm. a little bit longer if they know the audience knows them. I think. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, it's, it's so hard to tell this first episode, but I'm, I'm here to have a good time. Uh, and just kind of enjoy these Queens. And as much as I hope there's some kind of twist, I'm also down to just, get a lot of good Kath and Kim references, mm. get some, you know, hopefully RuPaul has finished up all of like, he's gotten like the worst of the Australian puns out this first episode. Sure. Um, you know, Scarlet already beat Ru to the kangaroo pun. So maybe that's the last we'll hear of that. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I think this is an interesting season to cover after season 13 to go from like, so you know much kind of at this like peak of production to something that does feel a little bit scrappier but i think drag race has there's a lot of charm that comes out when it has to be scrappy agreed a first season of a franchise is always going to have charm and is always going to have you know the rough edges uh you know that that might become a little overwhelming i think like you know canada's first season versus holland's first season obviously you know one formulated a little bit better than the other, but that's not to knock Holland. Like a, a second watch of Holland might be better. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I thought that this premiere episode was fine. I wasn't like, wow. Even Art Simone, I was expecting. I got I got an eight, and I I was kind of mm-hmm. expecting a ten. So you know it, that's just my opinion. Um, I I like all of th- these ten queens. I kind of remembered maybe six or seven of them. Um, if you asked me to name them right now without looking at the cast list, I would probably be able to remember six or seven of them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that says something about a, a, a first episode. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm excited that Snatch Game is coming so quickly, to be honest. Like, that's the 
challenge mm. I've been most looking forward to with this season and just kind of, you know, seeing how like that sort of Australian, New Zealand, like Kiwi humor, like translates to, you know, to snatch game. Um, hopefully there's no Beyonce's. Hopefully we get a couple of Kim's or Kath's or Sharon's um, mm. and we'll see what happens. There's going to be some bad ones. Of course. Oh, there's gonna yeah. Be some bad ones. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows who's going to be bad at it? But. I, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I hope it's not Coco Jumbo. That's all I have to say. I want Coco Jumbo to be top five, top six, kind of getting that far. That's what I want for her. I I think at this point, the one I'm most kind of um, intrigued by in their drag is et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, Art Simone, I'm very familiar with. I think uh, Karen from Finance is going to go far um and 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 we'll see uh if they, she can keep that comedy going yeah well i well, guess that's it. i guess we'll find out yeah. yeah uh so again marys if you want to find out with us and you are not a matreon uh we will be continuing these discussions every week at patreon.com slash all right mary that's correct. And Marys, if you have any other thoughts on the episode, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary. You can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com or TasteOfReality.com slash AllRight-Mary. Uh, you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com or you can find me on Instagram at JohnnyAlso or on Twitter at JohnnyAlso1. And, of course, you can hear more of me on my other podcasts in the details, A Celebration of Nuance, or the aforementioned Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And, of course, it bears repeating, not only will you continue to get these Drag Race Down Under recaps at patreon.com backslash allrightmary, but if you become an only Mary, which is our $10 level, you will also get access to our Hall of Fame Drag Race recaps where each week we'll be discussing an infamous classic episode from the series. So uh, until at least uh, All-Star 6 starts. So if you want to get in on that as well, it is still patreon.com slash allrightmary. All right, Mary, what is our last chance lip sync this week? Well, hopefully this does end up happening during the season, but I feel like we could not go any further in our recaps of Drag Race Down Under without <clears throat> the, I think the quintessential Drag Race Down Under lip sync, which needs no introduction to anyone who knows the song. And if you don't know the song, then let this be your introduction. It is Untouched by the Veronicas. Uh, it is, oh, uh, this song. That when So when I lived in Australia, this when I went back at, like after college, and this song was like huge at the time. And so whenever I hear it, it just takes me back. And uh, it's like from the opening little violin, I'm like, oh my God, this song. I'll never get sick of it. So hopefully we see it this season. Untouched by the Veronicas. Untouched is the theme of this past year for me living in That's Portland. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, you know, fingers and toes crossed that uh, we can uh, we can change that. But in the meantime, we've got this song, so that's fun. Yes, I'm very excited. Marys, we will see you next week down under. Otherwise, have a fabulous, fabulous week. Beep, beep, Farina.